Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Rob. You can call her Karen. I call her mom. And today we have a delicious video all about the history of cookies. So without further ado, let's do it. All right, guys, so the American Heritage Dictionary defines cookie, or plural, cookies as a small, usually flat and crisp cake made from sweetened dough. However, if you guys know the history of cookies, there's a lot more to that. Now, I'm pulling all of my info, not just from what I got here, but from the show Food That Built America from History Channel, and they did an entire episode, an hour-long episode on cookies. Now, again, as much hatred has have against business, you guys probably wouldn't be surprised to hear that places like Nabisco, they actually stole other people's recipes for things like the Oreo, the chocolate chip cookie, and more. However, you have companies like Toll House, owned by Nestle, that actually was made by a lady who ran an inn. And fun fact, from my calendar, I learned that Toll House came from the name of a, a bread and breakfast. And she created, by accident, the Toll House cookie. So depending on what history you want to think about, you got the person who actually made cookies or the person who didn't and made a crap load of money off of them. That being said... How does that happen? Yeah, much love to Nabisco. I mean, you know, Oreos, Chips Ahoy, all that stuff are great cookies. But the history of the cookie is actually pretty short and sweet, no pun intended. According to... Culinary historians, cookie evolved from test cakes that were used to test oven temperature. Did you know this? Small amounts of cake batter were dropped into pans to test the temperature before you bake the cake. Ah. Now, if you want to go back even further, they have proof that places like Persia, or what was Persia, now Iraq, actually made the first cookies because they were looking for something easy to make, and once again in order to bake their flatbreads, because they were the ones who also made the first kind of pizza, they would drop little bits of dough, but they realized afterwards, this is actually tasty. So you can go all the way back to oh. BC or AD, and they made the first cookie. But really? how cool is that? That it is really cool. It's a cooking hack to make sure your temperature was right, and you made a dessert out of your other dessert. So it was It was basically- I love meat. that. I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> I just thought that was great. So 7th century Persia was the one. And then afterwards, it went out through Europe, um, brought over from Persian to Spain, and lo and behold, you have that. Yep. Um, by the 14th century, cookies were common, not actually in the United States yet, or North America, but strictly in Europe which makes a lot of sense, right? Because the Middle East and Europe are right next to each right, other. Right. So it's not surprising that cookies traveled, I don't know, via camel. That's not much probably rude, I'm sorry. But <laughs> via whatever, from one place to the other. I did not mean that to be sound bad, but you know. <laughs> By the 1800s, cookie recipes were actually being uh, published, but they were called small cakes. Okay. The word cookie comes from the Dutch word, kookje, which means, surprise, surprise, Little cake. Little cake. Okay. That makes sense? Yep. Well, maybe, but yeah. <laughs> so, you know, basically they were published as small cakes, which I guess in a way cookies are small cakes, but you know. 
Now, what we call cookies are actually not necessarily the word for cookie. Our word for cookie is equivalent to, and I'm going to give you some countries, the biscuit in the UK and okay. Australia, galletas in Spain, kells in Germany, and biscotti or amaretti in Italy. So think about the differences of that. Now, specifically something like a cookie versus a biscotti, I know that is a very different texture and a very different cookie. But it's still a cook. It's still hard and you, and you take a bite out of it. And I, that actually is the closest to the cookie when I, that I think of when you say that. Maybe. Not. Well, for me, the word biscuit is multiple things. It's kind of a general term. So when I think biscuit, I think of like the breakfast biscuits. And the yeah, me too. Right, right. But um, one of the boxes that I got for myself once that had uh, UK treats, all of their cookies are wrapped like that. And they actually taste like our cookies. So for them, the word biscuit has become synonymous with sweet, not savory. Now let's jump to our neck of the woods for the U.S. Cookies continued their journey and eventually reached us the 1600s uh, during English and Dutch settlements. So obviously when the pilgrims came over, Columbus, all those guys, that's when you started getting that kind of thing. Throughout the 19th century, however, most cookies were baked as home, not as anything more than just a one-soft thing because the high cost of sugar. Right, right. This was obviously before you had companies like Nabisco, like Hostess. They literally were made strictly for, you know, at-home fun. Most cookbooks had recipes for macarons, jumbles, or gingerbread. You got more and more variety as the 1900s went through as it did. And most of that is probably personal, uh, cultural, family to family, Uh, you know, a lot of cookies from what I learned from the show were people's homebred recipes. For instance, the lady who basically took over hostess when her husband died, her cakes and cookies were her recipes for hostess. So like the donuts she made and the pound cake she made, it wasn't anything particular other than her personal recipe. Is it the same recipe now that they use? You know, they say, and this is kind of where, and this goes back to the business, why you buy type of thing. They write that as their slogan. And while many of them probably use, I don't know, 85, 90% of it, due to the fact that you have to get stuff out out the door much quicker, a lot of things are not original slash natural as they once were. But something like Toll House, I know, especially with their cookie dough and stuff like that, they do make an effort to make sure that the cookies you're making or buying are original, original you know, whereas an Oreo, you got the stamp on it, but the way they process it now is probably much different than they did. So was it, was it a particular kind of cookie that goes way back? Like the chocolate chip cookie? I know Toll House is a chocolate chip cookie. So to me, from what I'm looking at, it seems something like the sugar cookie or the gingerbread. And why is that? Because herbs and spices were easy to come by. Sugar, however, was still expensive, so you had to kind of pick and choose. Now, macaron, I'm surprised they put on here as an original recipe, because nowadays that is a very specifically French patisserie sweet, but it's also not something that anybody can do. Macarons are very hard to make if you're talking about legitimate macarons, not, you know, 
but there are recipes. There are recipes out there. There are recipes for it, but the average Joe recipe is definitely not what a French patisserie would call a macaron because of the higher quality. Right. Um, But I think to answer, I I think it's going to be something that's a simple cookie. Now, chocolate again for the longest time, and and this is just kind of an offshoot of this uh, topic. Chocolate was also very hard to come by because the cocoa bean in places like South America, in places like Africa, nobody was very keen on giving us this stuff for a while because we weren't very nice to people for a long time. So importing this stuff was very difficult to do. And that leads you to the recipes you do get. Now, I'm not sure where the gingerbread uh, comes in because I know that's a very European cookie as well. Uh, Denmark, so it's, you know, the, the whole that, because it's a very holiday cookie. The gingerbread coincides with... Things like Christmas, things like all the, the gingerbread house. Like you would make gingerbread houses out of the gingerbread. No, I think to answer your question fully, it's really where you live is probably the cookie you're going to eat the most of. Okay. You know, um, next up, 90% of home bakers bake cookies, making them the most commonly baked good. Half of those baked good cookies are chocolate chip. There you so, go. <laughs> as far as production wise goes, yes, chocolate chip is going to be the number one made, not only from home, but also to be sold. Now, do you know the two, the, okay, the uh, cookie is the official state baked good for two states. Can you guess which state those are? California. I don't know. <laughs> nope. So Massachusetts and Pennsylvania um, are, the, that's where the state cookie, uh, is the chocolate chip cookie that was invented by Ruth Graves Wakefield in 1930 at the Toll mm-hmm. House Inn in Massachusetts. Mrs. Wakefield told the recipe to Nestle, who began manufacturing in 1939. So there you go. That's the fun fact of the day. Now, beyond that, you have different kinds of other things. You have things like whoopie pies. You have M&M cookies. You have brownie cookies, otherwise called the brookie. You have the chookie, which is the cheesecake cookie. And this is all things that have come from um, ideas that people came across more so by accident. But the one I really want to talk about is the article that I sent you over from, um, from the Nice News a lady with Down syndrome by the name of Colette DeVito owns her own bakery called Coletti's Cookies. And her main goal of this is to hire people with disabilities to give them work. I love um, it. She is now, I'm trying to think of it, how, how much money she's making. But she makes a lot of money off of this from making homemade cookies. But what she says in the article basically is that making cookies is kind of the way to take her mind off of the thing. She's been taking baking classes. She was a kid and boom, she now has this. And I love the nice news. If you want something, because for me, I can't read the news, but if you want a good news thing, go to nice news. They have all the happy articles that you can read. Oh, that's wonderful. It's a great, it's a great little website there. But um, yeah, the cookie uh, thing, it's not a long history, but it's a pretty interesting one to do. And now obviously my favorite part, it's the stuff that I want to have at home. (laughs) So what are you buying me today now? What am I buying you today? Okay, so first we found some favorite easy cake mix cookies. So very similar to what you were just talking about. We take the cake mix, you know, back in the day and they would test it. So this actually fits in really great with the, the, the conversation that we were just having. And if you're just tuning in to us for the first time, go ahead and take your camera and you can scan this and it will literally take you over to 
the product right there. It's on Amazon. Another one that we thought would be kind of fun is 100 Cookies, the baking book for every kitchen. Classic cookies, novel treats, brownies, bars, you name it. It's in this book, 100 Cookies. I'm curious for our listeners that are, are tuning in right now, and we have quite a few, what's your favorite cookie? Let us know what your favorite cookie is in the chat. We'd love to know. The other one that I picked that I thought was kind of fun, Cookie, a love story. And these, these are like fun facts and delicious stories and things of that nature. Love that. And then we also have your favorite cookies, Rob. And that is Pepperidge Farm Milano cookies, my favorite as well. These are so delicious. They're just butter though, right? It's just full of butter. They are so good. We also have the Barnett's chocolate cookies. That's a birthday gift basket. So if you're looking for a gift for the loved ones in your life, this might be absolutely perfect if you don't eat it first before you send it off. And then finally, I know you love this too, the Oreo Original, Oreo Golden Chips, Ahoy, Nutter Butters, all these wonderful Oreos. If you're an Oreo cookie freak, this is for you. Now, Rob, I showed you this before we went live because this is actually my favorite. For those of you who listen, wouldn't you like to get cookies every month sent to you? Like chocolate chip cookie of the month club? I mean, really, how cool is this? And this particular company says, that each month you're going to receive eight freshly baked cookies and that most months you're going to receive basically delicious chocolate chip cookies, soft, chewy, crispy, you name it, traditional, but with a twist. And every so often they say they're going to send you some cookies that are not chocolate chip, but mostly it's a chocolate chip cookie of the month club. And I know you're just salivating right now. You're looking at this saying, okay, mom, this is something we need, right? Yes, we do. We do. I know. I know. Um, maybe we'll just have to talk about that. Cookies are wonderful. We love cookies. Um, again, if you're tuning in and you'd like to let us know, whether it's on replay or live, it doesn't matter. Just let us know what, what your favorite cookies are because inquiring minds want to know. Krista says that her favorite chewy chocolate chip cookies are the best, but she does love the Oreos too, mostly in her ice cream. Oh, yes, because you can always take cookies. That's kind of like what our title is. How does a cookie crumble? So you could crumble those Oreos and stick them into your ice cream. I love that. Any last thoughts, Rob, before we say goodbye to everyone? Well, I will give you my number one favorite cookie of all time. It is the Keebler M&M cookies. Probably the best cookie ever. It's a hard chocolate cookie with M&Ms in there. <laughs> Whoever decided to put those two things together, you are the best. Thank you. Yeah. So I'm a Girl Scout cookie girl. So I love thin mint cookies. I mean, I am, and we're just right now buying cookies, right? Girl Scouts are selling their cookies right now. So of course I had, I had to buy because I just want to, you know, have cookies. So I bought boxes of thin mints to put in the freezer because there's nothing better than thin mint cookies that have been frozen. And then Krista can crumble them and put them right on her ice cream as well. Yeah. But it's cookies and cream, but with thin mints. Delicious, delicious. And uh, just, just as a need to know, maybe you don't need to know, they just came out with a new cookie, Girl Scouts. They're raspberry thins. They look like thin mints, but they're not. They look like them. They're chocolate covered. They have a little raspberry crisp cookie inside of them. And oh my gosh, they are absolutely, oh, and Samoas. You're a Samoa girl? Yes. Delicious. Delicious. All right, guys. We're happy that you spent time with us today. We know that you have a choice, and we are grateful that you chose to spend it with us today. Go out. Give somebody an awesome day. Rob, we'll see you next week. Have a great day, everyone. Bye-bye.